Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Ozil is in here. Beautiful goal. Walcott. What a goal. It's been flicked in by Alexis Sanchez. A quality goal from the Gunners. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast for the week of Monday, the 8th of May 2017. I'm your host, Russell Hargreaves. Coming up on this week's show, the WSL Spring Series is underway. We speak to various of Arsenal's ladies stars. Remember a moment of finality at Highbury in our history lesson. Adrian Clark is back with another dose of the chalkboard. We kick off by looking back at Sunday's clash against Manchester United with our Arsenal Insider. Let's hear from another Arsenal Insider on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Delighted to say that the Telegraph's assistant sports news editor, Julian Bennett, now joins us to look back on the weekend action. Julian, a huge win for Arsenal. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, unexpected in a way in terms of how comfortable it was. There was no no drama towards the end. 2-0 win over a Jose Mourinho team. It happens very often. It hasn't happened for Arsenal Wenger ever, uh, in fact, uh, in the league at least. Uh, and yeah, it was a thoroughly pleasing day for those of an Arsenal persuasion all round. And you look at, I guess, the bigger picture of Sunday as well, with Liverpool only drawing against Southampton, beating another of the teams that Arsenal are fighting for top four in United. Um, it's still not exactly likely, but the chance of a top four finish is significantly improved, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. And I think Arsenal played twice before Liverpool play again. Uh, tough, tough away games against Southampton and Stoke, but it means that there is there is still a chance to put some pressure on Jürgen Klotsman before they play on Sunday. And if you do that, then you've got a chance, basically. So... All Arsenal can do now is win all the all their games as Arsenal Wenger has been saying for quite a few weeks. But you wouldn't rule it out. Liverpool aren't looking in particularly great shakes. Man City haven't been firing uh, on, on all cylinders until they decided to smash Crystal Palace on Saturday. So it is possible, technically at least. Quite a tentative first half, wasn't it? And uh, kind of exploded into life a little bit afterwards. But those opening exchanges were, were quite strange in a way for a game that's normally so intense between these two. Yeah, it was sort of both teams testing each other out. And but what was really odd about it is that Man United were getting a lot of joy with with Martial and the, the balls being played through to him. Uh, and then they just stopped doing that. After <laughs> the first 15 minutes, Arsenal were in a bit of trouble on a few occasions. And then Man United sort of thought, well, we're not actually meant to be attacking. We're meant to be going for a nil-nil here. So let's retreat, which meant Arsenal could come into the game at early stages. Oxlade Chamberlain was being caught out a little bit defensively. Rob Holding wasn't looking as solid as he would go on to be for the rest of the game. But... After the first 15 minutes, Arsenal took control and it seemed like Man United had the upper hand. 
And then taking control in a meaningful way with two goals, two key strikes from Granite Jacker and Danny Welbeck. Let's just remind ourselves of those. One matters in at right back. Marking Gibbs just stick the ball over the top of him. Oh, you're the goal! What a shot! It takes a massive deflection. Granny Jacker's effort has just gone high up into the air, over De Gea and into the net, and Arsenal from absolutely it came from nothing. Nowhere. It didn't even look like absolutely a shot. Absolutely nothing. I thought he was going to take the lead. Now it's with uh, Oxlade Chamberlain again. Whips in the cross, cross towards Welbeck with a header! Great goal! Danny Welbeck, great play for Rob Holding. Rob Holding helps great with it goal. back. The cross comes in from Oxlade Chamberlain. And Danny Welbeck with a thumping header, nothing fluky or fortuitous no. about the second. Uh, Julian, we'll go with Welbeck first of all, against his old club, of course. And it's been such a tough road the last couple of years, hasn't it? This was a great moment. It was, and he celebrated it fully. Uh, most players tend not to celebrate against their former clubs, but Danny Welbeck, who's a born and bred Man United fan, played for them for many years going through the youth system. He's got a proper reason not to celebrate against them, but he really doesn't mind doing so, as he uh, did when he scored in the... FA Cup winner at Old Trafford a couple of years back and yesterday as well. He's um he's one of the most popular players at Arsenal. He's a fantastic athlete. He's a, a fantastic individual by all accounts and he's been incredibly unlucky with two knee injuries. You wonder what Arsenal might have achieved if he'd been in the side. His mobility gives them a bit more a bit more presence up front. Olivier Giroud possibly not suited to the, the new system that Arsenal then is trying to play and yeah, it was a great header. It was very very reminiscent of Thierry Henry scoring a winner against United quite a few years ago, as was uh, made clear after the game, was uh, referenced by a few people. But yeah, Welbeck, if he's fit, I mean, he could be an absolutely fantastic player. It's just he's been so unlucky with the injury. Yeah, completely agree with that. Let's get Danny's thoughts post-match speaking after the win against Manchester United. Yeah, it was really important for us to get the victory today. And um, obviously, with our position in the table at the moment, we need to be... We need to be further up there and uh, it's something that we're all disappointed about but, um, to get the victory and hopefully give us a good good end to the season. It's a, it's a good start. Yeah, obviously, uh, I grew up there and everything, so um special, special place in, in, in my life. But um, once we get on that pitch, it's uh, it's just uh, business at the end of the day and just try and get the points for the team and thankfully we did that today. The use of Danny Welbeck and, and Julian, let's just mention the other goal scorer, Granite Xhaka as well. Um, Settling into the team over the course of the season, some highs and a few lows. Um, this definitely will help him moving forward, I feel. Yeah, it, it will. Uh, it's probably been an underwhelming season, uh, if, if we're being perfectly honest, considering the amount of money that was paid for him. I don't think he's benefited from having so many partners in central midfield. He's not really clicked with any of them until uh, this, this Aaron Ramsey partnership, which is now starting to look quite promising. His tackling has been pretty poor. Essentially, he's come out uh, the day after the game and has said that he's not going to change his ways. This is how he plays football. Uh, it's too late in his career to change, which suggests that he might be suspended a fair bit more in, in years to come. But he needed uh, he needed that goal. He's actually improved in, in recent weeks, specifically since the, the change of formation, all bar that, that top game away, which every Arsenal player was pretty awful in. Um, he deserved it. He was very, very lucky with the goal, but Ander Herrera turned his back, the one thing he must never do, and he's one of the few Arsenal players who can actually hit a long ball from range and gives it a go fairly regularly, and he got, a, got his reward. So obviously Man United had that 25-game unbeaten streak in the Premier League coming to a close. We know all about Mourinho, Wenger, and how Wenger had never had this kind of victory against the, the so-called special one. Um, quite a lot to take there, not just because of that, but because it was a big win against another big club in a tight situation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think there have not been enough of those for the last couple of years. Although, I guess the, the last big Arsenal win against uh, one of their 
their major rivals that 3 0 win over Chelsea that inspired Antonio Conte to change formations and set them seemingly on the way to the title. So I don't know if that's necessarily one that would be looked back on that fondly by Arsenal fans. But beating Mourinho is something that has dogged Wenger, or the lack of the pictures against Mourinho has dogged Wenger for a few years. He's beaten him in the Charity Shield, now he's beaten him in the league. Uh, the real proof is yet to come. Mourinho can write that one off as resting quite a few members of his first team, but it was still a pretty comfortable victory for Arsenal, one that's uh, available not to be and dare I say, Mourinho taking a little poke at potentially Wenger and the fans as well by saying it's odd that they've not won till now and that they can kind of celebrate this one. It was typical Jose, that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, he is not the most gracious of losers, but then I don't know any football managers who are. Arsene Wenger certainly hasn't been. Sir Alex Ferguson wasn't at all. If you're a, a good loser, you tend not to be a particularly high-profile and particularly successful Premier League manager. So, yeah, it was no surprise. I think Mourinho waited until the last question of the press conference when he finally lost his coolie bit uh, on one question at the end he he does that <laughs> that's basically the way that he works and uh, it's been pretty successful for him over the years we're going to finish in a moment by looking in detail at the Southampton and Stoke games with Clarkie. But before we do that, what are your thoughts just moving forward broadly? Arsenal have had little gluts of form, then lost momentum. They really need to go on another run now, don't they, with the cup final and, of course, this top four battle in mind. Consistency is going to be key. It will. Uh, I think if Arsenal win every game for the end of the season, then obviously that'll be an FA Cup. I still don't know if that'll be enough to finish in the top four, but it would give more power to, to Wenger and those who think that he should stay. It's been a very in-and-out season. There have been good moments. There's never been a good, consistent run where you thought this team really clicking. If there's been any consistency, it's sometimes been off poor form. Um, two tough away games, then a couple of home games to, to finish off may not be enough to get into the top four but then of course there's Chelsea in the cup final which is the one that really really counts uh, at the end of it all it's, uh, it's going to be a very interesting run to the season I don't think Arsenal will win all their all their games but I imagine quite a few fans will probably settle for losing all the league games as long as the, the cup game is won at the end of that run Telegraph's Julian Bennett joining us on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast thank you for taking time out of your hectic day and uh, we appreciate it get back to your meeting <laughs> thanks very much right. cheers appreciate it So, with the WSL Spring Series now underway, Arsenal Media's Nicole Halliday has been speaking to Arsenal Ladies stars Jordan Nobbs, Gemma Rose, Beth Mead and Katie McCabe about being housemates. Ladies, it's a pleasure. How are we all? Good. 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 Yeah. 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 I'm alright. I'm a little bit tired. <laughs> yeah, I know, you're so comfy. Do you do this when you get in? Because you are housemates, right? So we're not going to talk about football today. We're going to talk about what it's like living with each other. So as soon as you get in the house, you have to like kick off your shoes and get really yeah. comfy. Yeah, we all do. Mm -hmm. Do you? Yeah. yeah. You should just go straight up to our rooms, just yeah. get showered, and then the quicker you get showered, you can just chill out, watch a bit of football, see, back to football. Chapman's oh, League. We're all quite like independent as well. Mm -hmm. So like we get we get home from training, we all do our, like, our own thing and like relax. But then mm -hmm. we all get comparing to the again. other houses like the Duchies and like Carla and Annie, they'd be quite like coffees together and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Maybe we're just a bit more busier. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You have you have busier lives. More independent. Yeah, independent. Like, no, um, so do you kind of go into your own rooms in the evening rather than chilling in the lounge? I, I feel like. 
Depends what's on sometimes yeah. on TV. Yeah. See, I'm watching I'm watching a couple of series on Netflix and then maybe the girls. Oh, what are you watching? Brilliant. I just finished Sons of Anarchy and oh, now okay. I'm starting. You know that 13 Reasons Why? I've heard it's a bit of a hype that. about it. You've gone through the whole of Netflix. I know. <laughs> no, I'm really bad at it. No, series after series. I know. <laughs> You're actually pretty bad though as well. Yeah, I am actually. I lock myself in my room. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> so this is this literally. is what we're getting yes. to. No, I literally lock myself in my room, and then when I come out to take go to the bathroom, I just see Beth, Beth sat on a bed with a door wide open, like hi, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. we do actually like each other. Yeah, we, we do. Yeah, we yeah, like each other. <laughs> Wait, so some of you keep your doors open, and then shut. You keep your door open, but you shut it. Yeah. Oh, you hear about three latches. <laughs> Yeah, Gemma's a, sh- Gemma's a shutter. No, I'm not. I just like my own space. I feel like that's my area in the house. Like, do you know, like when you work yeah. with people and like you go home. You don't like, I, love, I love them all to bits, but I'm just saying. <laughs> we do see each other sometimes. every day, yeah. so yeah, it no, is nice I to sometimes that. have that space. I get that. How would you describe the vibe of your house? Pretty chilled. Yeah, we're very chilled. I think chilled. we're too laid back. Yeah. yeah. We were at, we had to get a gardener in there the other day oh, for the garden. Like why? Is it a I mean mess? it's like mm-hmm. I'm not, it's, probably it's not a mess, it's just a lot of grass. A lot of grass. Okay. No, to the point where he turned up and he said he can't cut the grass with what his oh, like, no. equipment he had. So it's still like Jurassic Park out there at the moment. Oh no. We blamed that we came in the winter. It oh, snowed yeah. and then To be fair we got a lot of but it didn't work. It. The one we were gonna get. Who is the laziest out of all of you in the house? Oh, well, no. I'm not going to say laziest. Jordan's just never really there, so we wouldn't really see <laughs> Busy, socialite. Yeah. Jordan's, like, innocently forgetful. Okay. So, like, she doesn't mean to forget things, but say, for example... Wait, what's this? No, yeah, not the example. No, no. She went away on England camp, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. a few weeks ago. And yeah. I, I come in after being at home for the weekend, I still don't and I've just seen me. these, like... You know, Weetabix absorb the milk. Yeah. These dry like, Weetabix of like these perfectly placed cashew nuts on top of them with some almonds. Like, trying to decorate. We actually <laughs> tried to leave it though, to make a point. And we that, physically no, we did. It. But we could have been. But I was at camp. Okay, it might have been some like <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Serious guest in your house. Does anyone snore? My auntie. 
Did she live with you? She doesn't live. She stayed one night and she was she like, no, she woke Gemma up from snoring. Yeah. I thought she was going to inhale. She woke Gemma up from snoring. Gemma's like, you are like sleeping yeah. without me. Yeah. yeah. I, I, thought, I, I felt my, my hair moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I don't think anyone does me snore. No, I don't think we do. I don't think anyone does. No. Is anyone really loud? Like wakes the others up? You were your dog. I don't think we're loud, but Gemma doesn't like, you don't really like noise. Yeah, you was it Edu's final appearance at Highbury. It was also the final time that Arsenal would wear the famous red and white at their old home. The following season, the side would wear a commemorative burgundy kit to celebrate the final year at the famous old stadium. The Chalkboard with Adrian Clark. So, Adrian Clark joins us as ever at the Chalkboard. Clarky, busy day, I understand. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm here, there and everywhere today. So, uh, and we're only halfway through it. So, <laughs> let's see. I think I'm going to hit the wall by about six o'clock this evening. Glad we've got you in before that happens. Good work. Now, question on the chalkboard, first of all. If everybody is fit, what is Arsenal's strongest 11 in the current 3-4-2-1 formation? <laughs> Such a hard question. Because, but A, because form is so important, isn't it? So... It's, it's a difficult one, but okay, you put me on the spot. Well, Pedacek would be my keeper. I would have um, Koscielny, obviously, in the, probably in the centre there. I would, I think I would go with Mustafi. I think Mustafi would have to be part of the back three. And I also think when he's fit, it would suit him to, to engage and get tight to, to, to opposition players. So, um, oh, goodness me, it's so hard. You know what? I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for young Rob Holding as, to make up the, the pack three. A bit controversial, maybe, but um, I'm going to put him in just above uh, above Gabriel. I will go with Monreal at left wing back. I'll go with the Ox at right wing back. I would have... Oh, oh so hard. Uh, <laughs> I would probably have... Cazorla, uh, for sure, alongside Granit Xhaka. I would imagine uh, it's harsh on Aaron Ramsey. And I would then have, oh, goodness. 
I would have Alexis up top, Mesut Ozil, and I'd probably still put Theo Walcott in there. I'd, I'd give him a three-ish a role uh, in behind the striker. So does that all make sense? It does. I agree with at least nine of those. Mm. I would actually have Ramsey in that Walcott role that you've just said. Uh, I'd need to have Sanchez up top, but I'd yeah. have Ozil and Ramsey behind. Same engine room, same back three, same yeah. keeper, same right wing back. I'm really torn about Gibbs or Monreal. Mm. And you know what? I think because it's the wing back role, I'm going to say Gibbs. And mm. Monreal's very unlucky to be on the bench, but as cover for either the left of the back three or the left wing back role. So I'm going to go yeah. nine, the same as you. Oh, I think that's a pretty pretty good effort. And do you know what? You've put a good idea into my head there. I haven't really thought of Ramsey in that position, but it would definitely suit him. OK, well, what a question on the chalkboard. Good work to our producer, Liam Roberts, clinging on to his job after last week. We'll come to that later. <laughs> um, another double game week, Clarky. Um, really important, isn't it, to go to two tough places, Southampton, Stoke, not historically always happy hunting grounds for the Gunners. Uh, Got to get these wins. What do you think, just broadly first? Well, Arsenal's season is on the line this week. It's as simple as that. Two testing away fixtures and two must-win matches. It's, it's pretty straightforward. They had to beat Manchester United to maintain those top four ambitions. And it goes for the same here. They would need six points to apply the pressure they need for, on Liverpool and Manchester City. If that's discounting Man United. So, no, look, it's a really tough week. But they've just beaten Manchester United the week before, or a couple of weeks before that, they beat Manchester City. So, they shouldn't be frightened of these two games. They should relish the opportunity to save their season. I'm, I'm looking forward to these games. I'm, I'm hoping to see a lot of fight from the team. We'll go with the Southampton game first of all then, Adrian. Obviously, a, a solid draw at Anfield on Sunday. Uh, Club well delighted with that. He said the performance. And, and Fraser Forster's banging form, isn't he? Penalty save, commanding his box well. It's not going to be easy. It's never easy against Southampton. And you're right, Fraser Forster is finishing the season really well. I actually... I think he's had a, a pretty poor year by his standards. He's made quite a few bloopers. So I wouldn't start thinking or assuming that he is going to be the man mountain that he's maybe been in the past. And he definitely had a dip this year. But yeah, look, Southampton's never easy. St Mary's isn't a happy hunting ground. Although, of course, we stuffed them in the FA Cup, didn't we, earlier on in the campaign? That was that, Maybe that got the monkey off the back to some, to some degree. Look, there are two nil nilers, Southampton. They're solid at the moment, but for some reason going forward, it's not not really clicking for them. Got good players going forward. Manolo Gabbiadini's decent. Redmond, Tadic. They've got a lot of ability. But, but right now, Southampton, it's all about their defence and what they do without the ball. And, and they're a tough nut to crack. And I wonder then, with another game, what, five days later, the late kickoff on the Saturday at Stoke, could we see a bit of squad rotation? And funnily enough, some of those names in and out that we've just mooted when we came to our best 11s. No, no. I, you go with your best team. It's just, it's, yeah, I think it's a, it's a pretty easy team selection for Arsene Wenger for the first game because it was a good performance, I thought, against Manchester United. Not outstanding, not brilliant, but it was, it was a good performance winning performance so I'd go the same again and let's see how they get on I would only make changes if there are injuries and of course Granite Xhaka did limp off against United so that, that's a potential problem um, but no no look 
there's no point resting players at the moment. I know there's the FA Cup final on the horizon, but when top four is is there, potentially up for grabs, you don't you don't mess around too much. You play your best team. Okay, we'll go with our traditional couple of quick fires to finish. I'll go with the Stoke game this time to mix it up for your key head-to-head battleground. Oh, key head-to-head battleground. Yeah, interesting one, um, Stoke City. I think that you're talking about the wingers for Stoke City and they will have their moments in this particular game and Arnautovic is probably... I, I like Arnautovic and I like Shakiri. I think on their day, they can give anybody a headache. But if Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain retains his place, which I imagine he would, then when he is 1v1 against Arnautovic, he's going to have to concentrate. What I'd like to see him doing is taking Arnie the other way. And uh, and potentially, if Mesut Ozil drags the left-back, Eric Peters in, the Ox against Arnie, inside Stokes' half, I fancy our boy. So, yeah, I think that's a really interesting match-up. And, in a sentence, Clarky, how do Arsenal get six points over the next few days? Arsenal get six points over the next few days by showing aggression. The Saints and Stoke City will try and rough, rough Arsenal up. They'll be physical. We have got to match it. Actually, we've got to do better than that. We've got to bully them and then our quality will come through. Well, delighted to say, after those thoughts, the Arsenal Weekly podcast editor, Liam Roberts, who has clung on to his job despite a strong showing from Alaki last week in this slot, does return. Um, looking a little bit nervous there. Brought back in, out from the cold, I think. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm back and um, sitting in Adrian's chair, so... Hangs on the lawn, basically. Yeah, exactly. he was good though, wasn't he? Last week, Alicky. Well, after, after hearing what you guys said last week, I don't care who wins anymore. <laughs> I, if anything, I hope you both lose. So, <laughs> I'll tell you what, Liam has got a real look of intent about him today. I'm not going to lie, he's sitting in a fairly threatening pose here in the studio, Clark. He, um... Controlled aggression. That's what I like to call it. Please, uh, Liam, I'll let you uh, take over. Literally. So, so Alicky asked last week. Um, how Very many, well. I thought so. I thought we'd done a great job. Um, Manchester United, how many fouls would they commit? Um, Russ, do you remember what you said? I think I went a little high and said something like 14, did I? You did indeed, and yeah. Adrian? Yeah, I'd gone with 13. He, he went for the dark art. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it was actually a weird one. Like, Manchester United only made 10 fouls. Arsenal actually made more. It's so, a nice uh, game, that was the problem, Yeah, it was, it, was really, it was really friendly. I didn't, I it didn't was really too nice, wasn't it? Um, and if you're a Manchester United fan, I don't think you'll be happy with their lack of aggression in that game. It was, they were very soft. And, and actually, I'm really pleased that we made more fouls. And, and that, even though it sounds weird, I think it's important that we continue that aggression in these two games. So, um, speaking of aggression, so Adrian takes a 26 to 21 point lead now. Russ, time is running out. It is. It is. It's like Arsenal's top four battle. I need to just come hard at the end of the season. I, I think, no, if, you, if you get a result today, so um, I believe it's Adrian to go first today. Okay. Um, so, double game week, aggregate score over the two games. Aggregate score, yeah. Interesting, right. I'm going to go, we're going to beat Southampton 2 0. And then we're going to take it into the Stoke game. We're going to. We're going to go there and we're going to spank them 3-1. So it's 5-1 Arsenal. That's, that's a big, big show of confidence I've got in the Gunners this week. Yeah, 1-5. Russ, you need the three points, so you're going, to have to, you're going to have to go for a score. I can see a pair of 2-1 away wins, so I am going to say 4-2. OK, 
could be all over next week. <laughs> Let's keep it alive for another week. Wow. And most importantly, how was your trip to the dentist? Um, well, I can speak now. I wasn't able to speak for a few days, so I don't know if that's a good thing for everyone else around me, but... He's back. I'm back. We're delighted to have him back. And Clarky, thank you very much for your contribution. When can we see or hear you next? Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, I'll be on the Match Day show um, for both those big away games. First one up is, of course, uh, Southampton on Wednesday. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Well, that's full time on this week's show. Our thanks to Jordan Nobbs, Gemma Rose, Beth Mead and Katie McCabe, as well as to Julian Bennett and Adrian Clark for their subscriptions today. Don't forget you can subscribe on iTunes, leaving us a five-star review. You can find us on Acast these days as well, so you've never got the excuse to miss another episode. We're back on Monday the 15th of May. And until then, it's bye for now. And come on, you gunners. The Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.